It's time to mind your business with me, Jamila Lodge. Tune in to find out how to mind your business with BEDC, special guest entrepreneurs, industry experts, and more. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. Good afternoon, community. How are you? I'm doing good, thanks. Thanks uh, for the invitation. No, I'm glad that you're here. We're here today on Mind Your Business, and we're going to be talking about you and your company that you started. Yes. Um, But before we do that, I want you to just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. My name's Kamani Talib Din. Okay. Um, I'm the founder of Best Buds Limited. Um, we plan on being a uh, cannabis dispensary here on island once the leg- once the proper legislation uh, gets approved. Mm-hmm. Um, before I was in this space, I have a background in sales and um, insurance underwriting, and as well as risk management. Okay, so okay, insurance and risk management—that's different than a yes. cannabis dispensary. So yes. tell me, like, what happened in between to get you to where you are today? Well, you know, when I was working in the office, um. I didn't love insurance. Yeah. You know, um, I kind of stumbled into the rule. Okay. I was there for nine years. Okay. I, um, and I educated myself in insurance, trying to make the best of the time while I was there. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't grow to love it. Okay. You know, and I found, um, I found more happiness uh, being my own boss, mm-hmm. working for myself. Mm-hmm. So what other kinds of things did you do? Because, the, like you said, this is cannabis dispensary. There's legislation that has to happen yes. before. So what did you do in the in-between? Like, what other kinds of entrepreneurial endeavors did you have? Well, I practiced myself a taxi. Okay. And um, I built an apartment onto my house uh, for some extra income. And um, with, after finishing the apartment, I um, continued with a little um, maintenance Mini renovation construction company. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm keeping busy. Yeah, yeah, keeping busy. So, what was the catalyst to make you say cannabis dispensary, especially given that it's not technically legal here in Bermuda? Right. What What made you decide on that? Well, you know, in Bermuda, cannabis use is cultural. Yeah. You know, for decades. Yeah, you know, yeah. My mama talked about how prevalent it was, how prevalent cannabis use was when she was coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and in Bermuda, well, you know, there's a couple things um, that give me an idea of the potential for a dispensary here. Right. The first thing is that, um, you know, generally, even though that um, cannabis is popular here, it's the, mostly, it's the most uh, popular drug here, the quality standard is very low. Right. Generally, we overpay for weed that isn't very good. And the other part of it is that... Um, our population, we're not really educated on cannabis. Mm-hmm. You know, so my company, I see the opportunity for us to um, educate the population, advocate for um, policy reform, mm-hmm. and provide customers with uh, products that they can enjoy. It's interesting because as the rest of the world, some areas have like legalized it, there's legislation around it, there are dispensaries everywhere, and it does actually create opportun- economic opportunity, I think, for individuals, but also for the actual country or the the state or wherever it is yes. it creates a new source of income so from that standpoint i do think that there's huge opportunity there is that kind of were you thinking of that also when you were thinking about to starting best bud oh absolutely yeah yeah you know money's never far from it you yeah. know then you're starting a business <laughs> <laughs> but um 
You had said something. I was going to jump on it. Yeah. Which one about um, the economic opportunity oh, right, for the, the country? economic opportunity for the country. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, because cannabis is the um, most popular drug in Bermuda, Yeah. we send millions of dollars abroad um, to practice illegal weed and smuggle it here. Mm-hmm. Once the cannabis industry is started here and we have local production... We is like a kind of a nag... You know, it's an open term. It's not weed. No, Bermuda. Say, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, once Bermuda... Um, Rose out the cannabis industry. Yeah, yeah. First thing, um, one of the short-term benefits is going to be is going to be more money in the economy. It's yeah. going to be less money being sent abroad. Mm-hmm. We're going to attract more tourist dollars, and also there's more up, more employment opportunities mm-hmm. because we have people working in the illegal market now. Yeah. But there's people working in the industry now. They can't get health insurance, so you know, no no benefits mm-hmm. for the work that they do. Mm-hmm. You know, so once. The proper legislation rules are just going to be benefits all, all around. All around. All yeah, around. I would agree with you. I think, you know, unfortunately, you know, there's a negative perception or negative connotation associated with it. And I think largely it's because it's considered illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, you have other things that people do that are legal that you're like, well, what are, you know, the effects of that? This is a natural kind of yes. produce. It grows from the earth or whatever. Um, and it's been used, I would say, for centuries historically until such time as it was made illegal or whatever. And it's still used, right? People yeah. don't want to talk about it, but it gets here some kind of way. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the idea that it is no legislation. It is not legal. So for you with Best Buds and how, what is it that you're doing now to ready yourself for the eventuality of um it being legalized or legislation being approved here? Well, I'm keeping very busy. Okay. Um, I'm making use, well, I'm using my social media. Okay. Um, to, again, educate and advocate uh, for cannabis reform. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I am furthering my education. Okay. I've been going to cannabis conferences, taking um, courses online, doing a ton of reading, making all kinds of international contacts from people who have cannabis businesses all around the world. Right. So um, I'm making the right connections and better positioning myself to take advantage of um, the opportunity once everything falls in place. That makes sense. So, like, once everything, you know, fingers crossed, everything yes, goes yes. to plan. Um, once everything does, you can hit the ground running, right, as opposed to playing catch-up and all of that, which exactly. makes sense to me. Um, so... There, CBD is a derivative, right? Am I getting that right now? You know, I'm not the expert, but... Yes. And so that is legal. You can use CBD products. I know from my old knees, I put CBD, you know, oil and ointment on it. Um, I'm dating myself now, but it that is a legal space. It, have you ever considered doing that, or is your primary focus just on the actual weed product or THC product? Okay, in the beginning, yeah, um, I was really just focused on the high THC cannabis, yeah, because that's what we use here in Bermuda. Yeah, that is the most popular uh, form of cannabis. Yeah, um, even where it's even where medical cannabis is legal, you still see that recreational cannabis sales out number medical cannabis sales. How do they get that information anyway? Never mind that question, <laughs> but. <laughs> just something that popped in my head. I'm like, how do you know if it's not something that you track formally, right? I guess, um, well, in the States, people have medical cards. Yeah, They yeah. probably register, you know, as their prescription or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um... Can you do that here with the medical cannabis? I'm not 100% sure. Right. But on the CBD, you know, 
it's a little it's a little complicated. I'm gonna touch on the education piece. Yeah. Because CBD is a is a cannabinoid. Yes. It's found in cannabis and it's found in hemp. Yes. Now the CBD flower, the mm-hmm. CBD bud that's being sold here, that's actually hemp. Yes. And the difference between hemp and cannabis is that hemp is the is the amount of THC that's in the plant. Got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. Hemp is when the amount of THC is less than 0.3 of a percent. Mm-hmm. That's when it's hemp. Uh, cannabis is when it's over 1% mm-hmm. THC. Mm-hmm. Starting at 1%, that's low THC uh, cannabis. But however, on the CBD, cannabis has a higher percentage of CBD and other cannabinoids than hemp. Okay. The hemp that's being sold here is hemp and then it's being spread with something. You know, science, you know how you know how man is with science and yeah, yeah. you know, we've really broken down the cannabis plant, right? Yeah, so yeah. what's happening now? You've got all these lab created cannabinoids. HHC, THCO, THCP, Delta Eight, Delta Ten, Delta Nine O. The long and short of it is that they can manipulate the um, compounds from hemp yeah. in a laboratory and make it into other compounds gotcha. that are similar to THC, but as long as it's not THC, it's legal. Got you. So that's why we have this influx of all these new products coming out. <clears throat> they're saying that the 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 the, the um, a replacement for THC, they're just as strong, they're just as satisfying for THC. But there are some concerns about the products because um, it's kind of chemically altered. It's or chemically man-made, altered. Right? One of the things is that uh, well, one of the chemicals that they use to make some of these um, lab these semi-synthetic cannabinoids. Yeah. Is a product. It's the same chemical they use to turn opium into heroin. Got you. Yeah. So you're like, well, why not just let the natural plant thrive and let us? Well, I'm sure that's going to happen. Yeah. But um, I just want I just wanted to touch on that people aren't sure of what they're putting in their bodies. That's true. Yeah. You know, this information that I just shared, most people don't know it. And that's why where the education component yes. comes into play, right? Yes. So okay. So in terms of what it is that you plan to do with Best Buds as a dispensary, are you sourcing your your is the plan to source it from somewhere else or do you have the the means to to grow your own? Like how does how does that whole thing work? Well the plan is um, to produ- to be producing a certain amount here locally. Okay. Um, but I do expect to be very busy. Yeah. And so I'm I'm going to have a, a supplemental supply of cannabis coming yeah. from overseas as well. Yeah. And um, you know, there are a lot of different places where you can get cannabis. Yeah. Uh, everyone's got different quality standards. That's and, true. Um, but my thing is that um, I'm going to be because I'm educated about the plant yeah. and I'm passionate about the plant, yeah. um, I feel really good about my chances to uh, provide a, a better product okay. here on island. And like you said, you're making, you're spending the time now to make those contacts so yes. that once legislation is approved and all of that, then you have the ability to hit the ground running. Now you are, and we met you because you applied to our Enterprise Bermuda Incubator Program, yes. which you are in. And so I want to talk a little bit about that. And what was, why did you apply to the program? Well, I thought that um, being in the government program, that is... Well, we're quasi-government, so... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, being in, being in this program, I felt, um, would offer me a lot of um, insight, okay. a lot of knowledge, and um, access to resources that can really help me take my business to the next level. Right, right. Help me to be better prepared. Um, 
you know, since I've been in this program, I've learned about some of the responsibilities of running a business. Mm-hmm. Um, having access to the mentors and the coaches have, mm-hmm. have helped me to um, pivot, pivot and, and adapt my plan. Okay. You know, um, and also, um, it's, to me, being in this program, being accepted into this program and getting the feedback from everybody has helped to legitimize my business plan for having a, a cannabis um, dispensary here. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it's, it's not like you're coming up with some brand new idea because yeah. it's happening yes. in other places, yes. right? So it's like you do have sort of a blueprint, if you will, of what it could be, and you can see what it looks like on the other side. Yes. It's just that we have to do what we have to do in terms of um, getting approvals and making sure everything is here locally. Now, I have a question to ask you okay. because a lot of this is – is dependent on if approvals are granted. So what happens in the worst case scenario, because I'm a worst case scenario kind of planner, Right. if what you anticipate happening doesn't happen, what if it is not approved or it is approved so far down the line, what happens to Best Buds or what are you going to do in the, in the meantime? Well, it's something that I'm passionate about. Um, cannabis is a genuine interest of mine. Um, I'll continue to use Best Buds as um, to advocate and educate the public, mm-hmm. and um, you know I, I I tend to think positively. You know yeah, I, I think too, it's, in, it's inevitable that it's going to happen. Me too. So I'm just got to wait it out. Okay. I'm just got to wait it look, out, man. I am not mad at that. <laughs> I am a half a glass half full kind of girl. Yes. But I also like to say like you know have your plan B's or whatever. And somebody told me once that. If you have a plan B, you already say, have set your mind up that plan A isn't going to yeah. work. Yeah, yes, yes. I don't know about that. But I, anyway, but I feel you. So you're like, yes, I'm, this I'm is going to work. I'm 100% in it. You're, you're manifesting it. it. You're yeah. putting it yes. in yes. out there. I'm going to make okay. it happen. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I'm not mad at that. Um, I'm hoping that it does come to fruition because, like I said, I can see how it could be a benefit to the economy. But there are so many people, like you said, it's the perception of it. Um, and I think especially in Bermuda, where people are just so used to it being wrong, to um, how do you overcome that? Well, you know, I don't think in Bermuda, I have a different view. I don't think in Bermuda, it's so many people who think that it's wrong because it's, it, the use here is cultural. Yeah. And, um, you know, generally, if your mama doesn't smoke weed, she's okay if you smoke it on the porch. Right. That's how it is in Bermuda. Okay. You know, um, um. So what was the question? No, I was just saying, like, how do you overcome the cultural perception? Not the cultural perception, but the it's perception politics. that it's not good or it's not right. You know, I think, you know, we can be kind of conservative. Yes. If you compare us to other island uh, nations. Mm-hmm. And so having to navigate the the whole idea of, okay, oh, God, now it's a gateway drug. That's what people okay, say, right? Okay. You know what I mean? Well, you know, again... Education. Yeah, I agree. You know, you got to present people with the facts, uh, with the history, you know, point out that when, when it was made illegal back in the 1930s, they never did any research on right. it. Right. It was a political move. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, um, it was, uh, our money was behind it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so. And, and to be honest, a lot of those decisions are made on yes. the basis of that. It's like, well, I want to do this, so I need to do this to yes. ensure that there's no competition and all that kind of stuff, so. And if you think about the human, um, the human body, you mm-hmm. know, we have an endocannabinoid system mm-hmm. that is very receptive 
to the compounds that are found in the cannabis plant. Right. So that speaks to the thousands of years that humans have been using cannabis. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's... it's, it's <laughs> to a degree, it's part of our makeup. Yeah, you know, the use yeah. as as far as it being used in societies all around the world. Right, right. You know, so this little um, hundred years, eighty years of it being illegal is really just a small drop in the bucket. Right. As far as the history, the human humans have had with cannabis. Okay. All right. Well, you heard it here. <laughs> so um, I'm hopeful that everything works out in your favor, right? Because, I, like I said, I can see where it can be beneficial to you, of course, um, but also to, to the, the country, to the country yes. right? Getting that income in. Um, you know, we want tourists to come in. Tourists go to places where it's legal specifically for yes. that. Um, so that's a way that we can also improve kind of who comes into the island, that kind of thing. And then, of course, once it's legislated, then you have the opportunity to put in regulations yes. and, and monitor and do all of these things. So I don't know. I think, um, like you said, it's a matter of time. Uh, it's not like we're doing anything that hasn't been done already. So yeah. precedent has been set in other parts of the world. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And in the meantime, um, you continue to get yourself ready. Is there anything, I mean, like you said, entrepreneurship for you is something that, I don't know, it seemed innate. Like, where, did you grow up with entrepreneurs or? Yes. Well, my father my father um, had a painting business. Okay. Um, but I think what really motivated me was um, wanting to uh, take my family to the next level. Okay. And, you know, I, 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 I picked up some years ago that um, I wasn't going to make the money that I knew I could, that, that I knew I was worth working for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so Branch Note, starting my own business, being my own boss, that provides, that provides the best opportunity for me to um, do the best I can. So for those who are considering entrepreneurship, maybe, maybe in the cannabis industry, maybe not, um, what would you say to them who... Because some, I think it's risky, right? Being an entrepreneur. Yes, yes. It's risky. It's not so, for everybody. No, it's not for everybody. So for those who might be considering it and who are unsure, what would you say to them? Um, be prepared. Actually. You wrote it down. Okay, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Let me just find my notes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, entrepreneurship, don't expect it to be easy. Even if it's a good idea and the time is right, there's a lot of work. Yeah. There's going to be so many different hats you have to wear. You know, from um, being a laborer and run the run, um, admin, you know, business management, marketing. Um, there's so many different roles. And um, you may also... There may be times where you're not you where you can't find support from the people around you. Yeah. So a lot of times it's a lonely journey as well. Yeah. You yeah. know, but um, but um, it takes an obsessive commitment to making to to seeing your vision become a reality, and that's going to motivate you through the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. I like the fact that you said obsessive commitment because it. It is almost like you said, like you're you're in a space that yeah. currently is not legal. So you have to be obsessed yes. about actually seeing it through because, you know, you have your setbacks and it really is dependent on what actually happens with the law. So if you're not committed, you can get um, 
you, you know, you can go off track. Yeah, yeah. discouraged. Yeah. You can get discouraged. So I definitely think that that's good advice. Um, and I do think that people should go into it eyes wide open. Yes, You know for what sure. I mean? Because it's not easy. It's it. It seems like it could be people romanticize that yes. idea of entrepreneurship. You yes. look at people who are winning and you're like, okay, yeah, that's going to be me. I'm going to be my own boss. I'm going to do that. But it actually takes hard work, dedication, and almost an obsessive type of um, commitment yes. to what it is that you want this business to be and to grow into. For so, sure. Yeah. For sure. It's something you, you got you to take it seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Once you walk away from your job. And you didn't have that um, steady paycheck anymore. You know, it's all on you. You got to eat. Yeah, you got to eat. Yeah. And if you have children and all of that, you got to still take care of them. So you have to do it. But I think one of the good things about it is, like you said, you, you're working for yourself. And you determine how high or how far you go. Yes. Yeah. And I think that, to me, is what is most um it's, it's the most intriguing about entrepreneurship is you get to command your own destiny. So as hard as your work or yes. as much as you put into yes. it is as much as you can get out of it. And the rewards are like nothing else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 It's, it's, um, I'm not going back to the office. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. I understand that. I understand that. So I wish you all the best. Thank you for coming Thanks, on uh, to Mind Your Business and talking a little bit about your journey, um, which is fascinating. And I'm looking forward to seeing what it, what the progression of it, right? So even after the program ends, the incubator program, um, we are still here. Yes. That's what BEDC does. We support businesses. So whether you're in the program or not, you can always come to us and get support that you need so thank you again for sharing some of your, sure. your and perhaps once i open up i can come back and let you know um, yes. a little more about yeah. you know how, how things have transpired yes i would love yeah. that I would that'd love be great that. all right thank you for for coming on mind your business and you know what we say if you don't mind your business who will nobody exactly yeah only you can do that yes, yes. i can't do it <laughs> only you can do it <laughs> all right thanks a lot Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Business with me, your host, Jamila Lodge. Tune in next week, Thursday at 4 p.m. Because if you don't mind your business, who will? Mind Your Business is brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.